Thank you for joining us on the Pathless Podcast. Uh, we have a couple people chewing, but uh, I'm Ben, your DM here with Sam playing Hanny Thornswinger. Uh, Andy playing DeFerris Grayleaf. And Jeremy playing Gardas Tempest. All right, I didn't actually listen to last episode, so let's just look at the map here. Uh, I believe last episode was the first time we entered this cave. No, it was the second time. Yeah. So we've already wrapped up everything up until the point of the characters finding a shape-shifting... Uh, wait, maybe not shape-shifting. A guy and some bugbears and a flame skull and a ton of skeletons. Is that all we did since last time? Just killed those things over and over? Pretty much. Right. Yeah, and almost died. Yeah, and almost died multiple times. That, that sounds fair. So the player characters did lose Gundry, or not Gundry, uh, Sildar Hall Winter. He's dead, dead. Uh, but everyone else appeared to survive, including Gundren, uh, Urkov, Hanny, and uh, I guess everyone whose who's name talked. Uh, so the characters are still in this smelting room with the large furnace that the Flame Skull came out of around all the dead skeletons. Now it's an inactive smelting room. There's no water running into the pathway in the room that's supposed to run the wheel that powers the smelter. Um, and the characters are extremely low and taxed from battle. So characters, to your left is a safe room that you've used to short rest in before. It's also where there are plenty of dead bodies, including the dead body of Sildar Winter. To the east, um, there is passages to the north there's passages, and to the south there are passages in your current smelting room. And then there are also stairs to the south to an area you have not yet gone to. So go back to a area that you know is safe, or venture forward. I say yeah. we venture for. I'm kidding. No, we're. I'm all for going back into the room. We should probably set up a watch though this time. Yeah, I'm gonna limp my way back in there too. Okay, the characters enter a barracks of sort with multiple beds in it. The beds are still intact. Uh, there were bugbears using this area before them. There's a light source in the center of the room that they can prepare food on. And uh, is your intention to take a long rest and set up watches? Correct. All right. So uh, just put your characters in order from left to right on the map here for when you guys want to do your watch. I'll have Gundren go first just to set it up. We only need four watches, four two-hour watches or something. And then I need Hanny or Urkov to do it. Wonderful. All right, Arkov goes to lay down in the bed in the corner, and um, after putting his large stone body onto the bed, you guys hear the floor below start to crumble, and he falls down through the bed, through the floor. The characters hurry over to that corner of the room, and they are unable to see the bottom of this black pit. Hmm. Oh no. What do we do? Oh, that can't be good. This cave is deeper than I thought. Hey, yep. uh, Urkov, are you, are you okay? Oh. So uh, you guys have no response from Urkov after a lot of searching uh, because you guys care a lot about him and attempts of putting down 50-foot rope. You have uh, no hit, nothing hitting bottom and no responses. So you are forced to assume that he is unretrievable at this time. Oh. oh. I hope he's okay and can climb out on his own. Probably not. He's probably dead for good, just like Sildar. Thanks. Rest in peace, Sildar. All right. So watches commence. 
Do 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 do. Random dice being thrown nine nine days. What are these dice? All right. Uh, one more. That was the third watch. All right. All watches go by smoothly with no encounters. Woo! The characters are able to wake up fully restored, all of their hit points. Speaking of, did everyone update their maximum hit points? On their Not on here. So what's yours? 44. Okay, I have you set to 44. Currently at 44. Is your AC still 18? Yeah. And is your movement still 25? Yep. Okay, save settings. All right, and Andy uh, DeFerris is at 33 HP, right? Yep, and just updated it to the... Oh, cool. And I'm just filling up your HP fully because it didn't look fully. And Hannah, you're at 58? Yeah, 58. Out of 49 for some reason, though. I'm going to make that 58 out of 58. Sounds good. All right. And then for your AC, you're at 15? Uh, it should be 18. Okay. 18. There we go. Save. And then to Ferris, your AC is 14, right? Yep. Cool. All right. So, um,. Just to try to help, because it's been a little bit. If you guys go west of this room, there was a cave with a pool of water in it that your characters would have remembered. Mm -hmm. uh, if you go west and then north immediately, you get back to that larger cavern where you fought the guy who you tied up, and then I, I think he got away. You guys didn't actually let him go. There's uh, unexplored paths from that room that you have not looked at. There is also unexplored paths to the northwest that you have not looked at. And then, like I said, you've got a whole world to the east uh, and even the southeast of you guys that you have not explored um, based on your character's, you know, recent knowledge of this cave. Yeah. So if we're trying to find Wave Echo Cave, or at least the wherever we can find our things, um, and the, that smelting thing, that's got to be pretty close to where the actual action happens. What do you guys think? I'm more interested in finding my brother. There's a lot of death mm. happening in these parts. It's making me rethink the uh, whole finding the cave. I've already lost one brother. I hope Nundro's still alive. Me too. Well, do you happen to want to decide where we're going to go? I mean... Oh, we've... I have no clue. I might stay here. Hmm. Well, hey, I feel well, like I only one... have 12. I hate to say it, but you're the one who hired us to come in here, and if we want to find your brother, you're not going to find your brother if you just sit in here. Well, I have this theory, right? If I stay here, then I won't die. And if I don't die, I have a chance of finding my brother. But if you never move, you won't find him either. And he might well, you die see... waiting for you. If uh, if you guys don't come back in the next six to eight hours, I can move and I'll I'll come out towards their direction. But if you guys come back, then uh, 
I've made a wise investment in investing shares of my cave to you. Considering we're a man down right now, it would sure be helpful to have you with us. Well, uh, does anyone have any potions they could equip me with so that I can help maybe do something for the party? Because this club isn't going to hack it. Uh, yeah. Actually, I have a bunch of potions. Wonderful. Well, I will make my red circle the number of potions I have, so feel free to bequeath me all your potions, and I will be a potion donkey. I'm going to give him five. Wonderful. I have five potions, and I may use a standard action to feed another character a healing potion. Okay, so he is our heal bot. Great. Wonderful. With 12 HP. Fantastic. Yes. All right. Better than nothing. I believe he only has 10 AC. More or less, he's not an adventurer, that's for sure. I got 10 AC, 12 HP, boys. Let's do this. Where are we going? So do we think we need to back up to the... um place where we captured that guy to like redirect the water flow or something to bring it down to the smelting area it might be a good idea I mean, where do you think all this water is coming from uh that way to the north to the west there's water over there but i keep hearing the boom into the northeast we can always keep going up where uh, old boy was trying to run run to. There's probably something up there. Sounds if you guys think that's a good idea, that's fine. Let's give it a try. Let me go in front, though, because we seem to be in danger. <laughs> All right. We'll follow your token, Gardas. Go ahead. I am going to... I mean, once we get back to the machine, I'm going to start trading things a little bit slower and cautiously. Okay, the flame skull shoots a magic missile at Gardas. What? You walked right out into that room, you told me. I saw your character do it. Okay. Uh, did we defeat the flame skull? You did. I thought we did. You defeated the flame skull. Should we retreat or fight? One sec, let me roll my magic missile damage onto Gardas. Come. Thanks for going first, Gardas. This whole campaign, these characters have never stopped to once enter a room. Never. I, I thought that I was safe in a hallway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Benny, you and I play PSO. We know that you should be safe in a hallway. <laughs> That's a hallway in a room. It's like the PSO rooms. Like, look where you are. You're not in a hallway. You're part of a room. See? Grr. All right. Anyway. How much am I taking? Um, I'm just trying to move a bunch of screens around. All right, the characters were hit by Flame School, retreated back into their safe area where they took a full rest. And uh, I don't know what they were deciding. I forget. So uh, go ahead. Well, after I got shot by that skull, I decided I'm not going back in that room. So how about we go the other way? All right, the characters head west out of their little safe haven here. And go ahead and lead the way, or communicate to me how you're moving. 
Well, since apparently I get shot when I don't decide to be quiet, I'm going to quietly go out the door and look around. Okay, uh, so carefully leaving the room, he sees the dark pool to his west, teeming with life. Um, down to his south, he sees a crumbled area that was never fully mined out. And to his north, he sees stairs. There appears to be no danger. Okay, I'm going to go down towards the water. Okay. Once again. Yep. Uh, slowly and carefully entering the room with water, there appears to be no threats. Okay. To the north of this room, remember, the water does go through a passageway uh, that would be possible to wade through. It would be possible to wade through. Correct. And to the south, you would find yourself back into the maze-like area where you had encountered the jelly. All right. Anyone opposed to wading through the water? Um, I'd like to poke at the water first to see if it's actually is it is actually just regular running running water or is there anything funky with it? So we talked about the fact that the water has an ecosystem. Uh, poking at the water with an ungloved hand shows that the water is actually fairly warm. So the source of the water is likely something warm. Um. You don't uh, sense anything evil or wrong about the water. Not particularly busy. The um, the water is being fed from the direction uh, that I'm pointing to. You guys see my little red thing? And then comes in here to pool and moves around with a constant flow of water into here. It's kind of like a surging flow of water. Not super fast, but I'm just saying like it's not like a stream continuously feeding in here. It's... Mm -hmm. So yeah. You know, we would have to go upstream. Correct. Okay. Never mind. Then I'd rather just go north up the stairs. Back this okay, way. That sounds if, like a decent plan to me. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Leading the way. Yep. I'm gonna get to the bottom of the stairs. I guess. Anything? Nope. You're still okay. Okay. Making my way. Stopping here. Making my way. Okay, the dead bugbears are still there uh, and have not been replaced in the large cavern to your east. Oh, you I never know. went west, west, right? Yes, you guys have never gone west from this hallway. I guess I'm I read this going that way. pool wrong. The water's flowing out the cave to the northeast. I apologize. Mm that pool that you were because then you guys can see here uh water flow that is going down that escarpment so um yeah east is the open area you haven't gone west what character or what direction do the characters want to go i want to go west all right we okay. travel down a 10 foot roughly hewn stone hallway with uh 15 foot ceilings we can see a dead end at the end of the hallway that was never finished um uh someone's character there we go um, and, uh, as the characters venture a little bit more towards that dead end, they do find a opening with two stone doors. Okay. Okay. So, we found doors. Am I going to push them open? Maybe we should do something, uh, stealthier. Like, can we hear anything from the door? 
Sure. So you can roll up to the door and roll a perception check. Cool. Um, all right. I got... I got 21. 14. Okay. Um, very thick doors. There's nothing, nothing loud inside that room. So I'm going to say that you hear nothing. Yeah. Give guards the all, the all clear hand sign. Okay, I'm going to slowly open the doors. Wonderful. Let me switch over to my lighting layer and assist you in that so you don't push your way through. Okay. Yeah. And you just want them tilted open? Sure. Okay. Both at the same time or just one? Let's do one. All right. I've tilted the door for you characters. Um, let me tell you what you can see based on what I think you can see. So um, there are marble pillars, right? You see that over here? Yeah. Um, lots of dust and debris on the floor. Uh, you probably get the sense that there have been people inside there. So I'm going to say that you can smell a fire. Um, and see the remnants of characters camping in there recently. Maybe not like a bedroll, but some sort of remnants of recent action in there. Would you like the door open further? Yeah. I'm going to crack it open a bit more. Okay. Same stuff. Yeah, so there's more pillars. This is giving you the sense that this room is um, more of a... What would you call that? Not a throne room, a um, like more of a church, I guess. Uh, if your character can see it, at the far end from the doors, there's a mm -hmm. nine-foot-tall statue of a dwarf seated on a throne. He's got a mighty stone warhammer across his lap. Um, okay. And uh, the, you now can clearly see that there is a fire in the room at this point. Uh, and there's large emeralds that gleam in the statue's eyes. You still have not seen, though, any sense of life in this room or any characters. The, the look... fire is just embers, by the way. This is not a, an active roaring fire or anything like that. Okay. Since I'm pretty sure nobody is uh, looking over my head or something, I am a dwarf after all they could. Um, I'm just going to relay the situation. It looks to be kind of empty, guys. There's a statue and some pillars. Do we think that it's maybe safe? I mean, there is some semblance of people having been in here, but I'm not so sure anymore. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm like probably two feet taller than you and theoretically could see the statue. Yeah. Um, Ever, everyone can take a peek. It's fine. We'll, we'll give all the characters the same knowledge. Uh, you also do now see the uh, bed rolls and packs on the ground in this room. They were arranged around the rough built fire pit, which is, uh, you know, somewhere around here in the room. Right. Uh, and then, uh, these are the cracked marble pillars I was talking about. And this is the statue. Uh, Gundren, you uh, you recognize any of this? Gundren is not with us. 
Uh, I, I am. I'm just right yeah. around the corner. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, actually, that's the dwarven god of mining, Dumathion. So, uh, you know, pretty, pretty big deal. Thing looks pretty beautiful. Those emeralds probably get a lot of money for them. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, is there any other, can we see any other, like, doors out of this room, or is this the end of the hall? Based on where you guys see, I think you see what you guys see, so I'm not sure if you guys see that there's any doors out of that room. If you see them, right. then you see them, but if you don't, then you I, don't. I don't see any right now, but just wondering if there's, like, a passage, or if this is just a temple. It looks more like a temple to me. So I think we're safe to go in. Anyone in post? No, I'm alright with checking it out. Uh, would I be aware of the the god? Do you have any religion background? Like basic prof- well, actually, let's do this. Any character who has in religion, this- yeah. Okay, there we go. Anyone who has proficiency in religion, yes, you would be aware of the god. Okay. Okay, I um, I also have a stoneworking stone cutting thing where I can use my intelligence check to well my intelligence history check to kind of understand the stonework a bit better okay sounds good to me are we good to go in one sec uh, yeah let's I mean I guess we can go in and then I'll look get a better look at it and he enters all right so you can see more of the room now Uh, I spotted something moving. Go ahead, make a perception check. Never mind, I didn't see anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't think so. All right, uh, now that you're in here full further, uh, I want to point out that there is a table in the left-hand corner, just a small makeshift table, so someone crudely put it together. Um, but you guys can now notice that, and there is items on top of that table. Okay. Like tools? Alright, I'll take a look. Yeah. Alright, I um walk around, you know, looking up at these cool pillars and this cool statue. I don't know what any of it means, but uh you know it's pretty cool. Give me a perception but... check as you look up the pillars. Okay. Uh sixteen. Alright. Let me see what these guys are working with. And I am just generally walking towards the Yep. So as you get closer to the table, you can see that it um, has a lot of papers on it, a black knapsack, or a black leather sack. I don't know what else to call it. Notes. Maps. Maps could be helpful. I'd be interested in that. Um, Is it alright if I just walk up to the table? Yeah. Um, What are you doing during this, uh, DeFerris? Um, DeFerris is actually just starting to walk straight through the... Alright, uh, go ahead, DeFerris. You can be a perception check as well. Okay. That's a dirty 20. Okay, so DeFerris, to the east, you just saw movement. Alright. I saw something down that hallway. 
I kind of whisper to, to the group. Okay, I'm going to silent, or I'll try to creep over to the pillar right over, well, near the uh, where the room opens up on the side. All right, so let me just make sure I'm clear. You're going towards the opening to the right, the hallway to the right, right? Yes. And what is I your intention? Kind of move. Hmm? And then what are you going to do once you're there? Uh, look down the hallway, or like peek down the hallway. That's fine. You peek down the hallway and see nothing. Okay. I'm still alert, though, because just because I look down the hallway doesn't mean that it's safe, as I've learned. Works for me. Ferris is going to start trying to sneak his way down, so he is going to try and move stealthily towards the hallway. I'll cover... Well, I'll go over to his left. Should I roll a uh, stealth check for that? Um, go ahead. Oh, 17. Okay. So the Ferris is going to creep down the hallway to the top of the stairs. So we're going to stop you right there. Yeah, I'm actually going to stop you like right here. Okay. okay. Um, so DeFerris takes 10 feet into that walkway, stealthing his way along the wall. Um, let me find this handout. When uh, a drow holding a spider staff um, walks out nonchalantly from around the corner and reveals himself to you. Um, his, uh, his, his arms are at his side as he says, uh, well, hello, what are you doing here? Oh, hi there. I could ask you the same thing, friend. Well, of course, I'm here for the magical treasures of the cave. What are your allegiances? Well, we're just here to find some people who might be lost in here. I'm readying a uh, spell should he make a swing at Hanny. Or, I'm sorry. No problem. Annie's character. Uh, or is your friend someone I should be afraid of back there? Let's just oh, say man. I have bad experience with hallways. Well, why don't I walk out of the hallway into the room then? Oh, that would be really appreciated. We haven't right. exactly met the nicest of folk in here already. Um, Annie? I'm going to turn around and call over to him. Annie, we can't hear you if you're talking. Yeah, Annie's just going to... Uh, now that he realizes there's somebody else in here, I'm going to... Um, slip one of the maps or something in my pocket and then walk over. Very nice. Alright, so you guys let him walk up the stairs into that open room with you guys? Uh, I guess so. I'm going to, of course, give him space, but... Okay. Go ahead, move your characters accordingly. He's he's slowly walked right into this area. I'm gonna ready... I'm still um... readied. 
I will ready an Eldritch Blast if he does act, but at the moment, I'm just acting, I'm just cautious. Uh, you're, you're the Black Spider, Gundren says. Huh, well, uh, I have no reason to hide it. My staff generally gives me away. Yes, yes, I'm the Black Spider. Oh, this is that guy that you were talking about the other a uh, little while ago. Okay. Where is my brother? Oh, I apologize. Um, I actually don't know who you're talking about. Uh, I've just uh, come here a little while ago with a couple of bugbears in uh, attempts to find the secret within the Wave Echo Cave, the Forge of Spells. Do you have men and dwarfs down here? I haven't seen any dwarfs. Insight check. L- likewise. <laughs> yep, that's fine. Gundren, he says he didn't see anybody. Oh yeah, DeFerris has zero clue. Salt. <laughs> uh, Nat 20, 24. Alright, um... Yeah, he's not a man to trust. So your insight is is that uh, he's playing a game with you. You don't know what his end is. Okay. I know you're kind, Black Spider. What do you want from us? Well, uh, I guess I'm interested to see what you have learned about the cave. Have you spent some time in it? You could say that. We lost one of our men. One at a time now. Uh, What was that you were saying, sir? What was your name? Any points to affairs? Eric's. Eric's, I see. Uh, What were you going to say, Eric's? We've only spent enough time in here to find you. Oh, that one over there smells of a singed clothing, as if he uh, may have encountered a flaming skull in the northeast parts of this cave. And he points over at, uh, what is Jeremy's character's name? Gardas, who uh, has not done anything to heal his wounds or the scent on him, has not been magically removed. That's an oddly specific thing to mention. Well, we encountered it days ago. I'm well aware of its presence. Do anything about it. Nope. Me and my men were unable to get past it. Speaking of, I've been missing quite a few men lately. You haven't happened to see any bugbears. There's a smile across Hanny's face here. I uh, gathered as much. Typically, when men don't return, something's happened to them. So, I am uh, stuck here, trying to find my way across this cave and locate what I've came for. Why are you stuck here? We got stuck at the skull, too. Mm, Pity. I was hoping to hear something otherwise. Well, uh, I'm not so sure that you're of use to me if you cannot get past that skull. So, uh, I'll be on my way then, unless you have more you need to discuss. Well, what if we work together, since your bugbears couldn't handle anything? 
Hmm. I would be interested. This dwarf down here. I believe he's Gundren. You bet I am. You had your men capture me. I was held up for days. I admit to using the Kragmall goblins and Redbrands to ensure the Wave Echo Cave remains secret. I think it's just uh, what happens when something so powerful is found. We need to find out who deserves to wield it. And it is a uh, battle of the minds and the power. What happened to Gundren? Well, Gundren was going around telling everyone about the cave. He was recruiting men to help him go down there, buying large provisions in multiple towns and bringing them across. I needed to make sure that he was quieted. Obviously, he's still alive, so I can't all be bad. I meant his brother. I don't remember his name, though. Andren? Andre? I don't know anything about his brothers. I apologize. Gundren was the one I sent to be captured. Why him particularly again? Because he was organizing the bands? This cave has been secret for thousands of years and is now unearthed and is known to have one of the most powerful magical forges of all time. I can't have others learning of this. Have you ever thought to check behind the statue? There's nothing behind the statue. Darn. What is this, Elden Ring? (laughs) I can tell you this just to show uh, some goodwill. Do not touch the emeralds. I can sense magic reading from them, a protective spell of sorts. No, it's Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well, uh, Gundren, are we maybe willing to work together? I am willing to... uh, Look for your brothers, if they're anywhere in this cave. Maybe they're past the Flame Skull. And uh, we will agree that 50% of the cave is mine if I assist in getting us to the Magical Forge. Uh, Sounds like a raw deal. I don't know. I've promised each of these men 10%, and there was five of them. Now there's three, 30% plus 20% leaves 50. If I took 20 for myself. Well, I need something for my brothers as well. One gave their life for this. I want 20 for me, 20 for my dead brother, 20 for my other brother. That's 60. 10 for each of these men. That's 30. That only leaves 10 for you, Black Spider. No, I don't think that would work. I've put a lot of time and effort. Uh, My findings in that corner would be available to you all if you agreed to work together. What say you, other men? Let's forget this dwarf. You appear much more traveled and powerful than he. More powerful than he. Group huddle? (laughs) Yeah, uh, allow us to discuss. Well, what do we do? <laughs> I I don't trust this guy, but well, that's what cannon fodder is for, right? We can just we can, we'll go up to the 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 skull thing, and if maybe he takes some heat from us, then that's cool, you know. I mean, he he's called the black spider, right? Like, what if he can summon black spiders to go 
get mobbed by it. Are you scared of spiders? No, I'm not scared of them. I just would like fodder, just like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did I notice any um, like religious attire on him to, to Loth or anything like that? Yeah, I would say that he's clearly wearing a brooch to Loth. I don't think he'd hide that. Okay. Okay, guys. The drow aren't really very, uh, usually very trustworthy in the first place, depending on where they come from. And this guy's clearly devoted to, to Loth. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of her, but she's not a great character. And, uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to try and actually extend much in the way of goodwill to us uh, unless we actually just give him something good. You know, the instant we're going to, we're not going to be used to him at all. Uh, he's probably going to sacrifice us in some horrible way. So, you know, he was already walking around with a bunch of expendable, quote, expendable bugbears. He's probably not going to treat us any differently. I don't really trust him. Isn't that the whole plan, though, guys? We don't need to trust him as long as he can take a couple of hits for us. And then if we're all like half dead after the fire skull, we just kill him. That's the problem is I don't think that he's going to take any hits for us. He'll find a way to make us take hits for him. That's smart. That's a good plan. Hmm. I'm sorry, I don't trust Thundering him. comes over. Uh, am I allowed in this huddle? Sure, yeah, get in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wanted to point out, because it appears none of you have really been looking at the ceiling during this time, but uh, I believe there's uh, some elaborate webwork along the ceiling of this room, and uh, I'm not sure we are in a safe space. Oh, no. So with that knowledge, your characters are able to look up and see that um, the the webs that you may have assumed... In the, uh, sorry, there's a tall ceiling in here, about 20 or 30 feet. Um, and uh, everything's dusty and old, but uh, those webs are not as dusty and old as cobwebs would be. Mm. So we're thinking this could be a trap room set by Black Spider? Yeah. So fighting him here would be a bad idea. We would want to get out soon, yes. So even better, we'll just continue to play along. And then when we're in a less bad room, we, uh, you know, do what we're supposed to do. Kill him. Seems good. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're good? So we're going with him. Right. He's coming with us. Oh, I think we're going with him. About this one, but okay. Alright, so Hannah's gonna uh, walk up to his uh, map room while I'm talking to him. And he'll be like, So Black Spider, I see... Uh, We've uh, traveled a lot of the same rooms through these caves here, but, uh, and then I assume he has more maps than us. But you ha- haven't been able to get past 
The skulls. What, you got to keep running away from it? Well, uh, unfortunately, with all of the undead in that room and the flame school who regenerates uh, after being killed within an hour, uh, we found it very difficult to make it all the way through that room um, to the other side. You could see that we've actually uh, explored the whole entire west side of the cave, though, and uh, a bit of the south of the cave as well. Mm, yes, I see, and I shift through his maps. So uh, there's uh, two areas on his map. Um, so when you guys first entered, there was an option to go east. His, uh, his crew appears to have explored that option to the east um, and shows uh, a rounded room and then uh, a cavern over there where he has uh, some writing and drow or elven, I guess, um, for that room. Well, I don't understand any of that, but all right. So if we're gonna, he's only been make... to about two more areas that you guys have not been, right? But it's evident that if we're gonna find this magical forge place thing, we're gonna need to work together and push past his skull. So let's uh, let's worry about the money later. And uh, get past the skull. I'm willing to do that if you men are. I suppose so. This sounds kind of silly, but okay. Okay, well, we can head out to the east here, if you would like. Unless you men prefer a different path. That, like, checks out with the maps. Uh, yeah, I mean, the east is just going to connect you to the larger cave area where you guys okay. killed the bugbears and fought that uh, other drow. Oh, yeah. Hmm. is not very tactful. I don't remember that guy's name. But, uh... You guys... Uh, Black Spider, you have, like, a, a bat-changing guy, too? I do not. Oh. Never mind. Well, uh, let's go. Well, I guess we're just gonna walk down the stairs and, uh, oops, that's the wrong way. Do you guys want and, to uh, characters and catch up? Well, you know, DeFerris is gonna start turning into absolute DeFerris. And, oh, well, I wonder where this door is. Okay, you attempt it and it's locked. Oh. Crud. Okay. I'll have to come back to that one. You can't throw yourself into rooms, Jeremy. I saw nothing. I did not actually tell what was in there. Cool. Sorry, I was just trying to get along the way. Yep. So is right. you like keeping up with me? Like are we like walking together and stuff? Yeah, you guys are just you guys are just chilling. Straight chilling. Alright, cool. Alright. All right. He uh, shows you that his men had installed a little ladder to get down this escarpment safely. Uh, about 10-foot drop escarpment. So he brings you over to the ladder. He goes down at first. You're in the base of the water here. Cool. Okay, I need um, listen checks from everyone. Uh, I, just, I guess give me whatever type of perception you want to give me. Okay. Failed. 23. 
Yeah, hardcore failed that one. Uh, All right. Six. Guards, especially with you in the back, um, you definitely notice shadows um, move along the cave ceiling in this general open area where you guys are. Um, so there's definitely moving of shadows above the ceiling. Okay. Uh, I'm going to call hold up. Hey, guys. Um, What's going on? Look up. All right. The characters, when they look up, are, are not going to see anything. I saw something move. I don't see mm. it right now. There's been well, a lot uh, of funky stuff in this cave, but I don't see nothing. Pull out my sword just in case. Um, Mr. Black Spider, where are we going? Well, I am taking you down across the river over here. There's uh, like planks to get over it, has been built, to another ladder right on this side. This will connect us to the room that the Flame Skull is in. We find that if you stay in the channel for long enough, he generally does not notice you until you get to around the wheel. Hmm. And you wouldn't happen to know why I might have seen something moving above us? Reflections of the water, perhaps? Insight. Yeah, I'm insight checking that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Um... You know what? No, usually insight. You you tell us that we kind of have to be looking for something. Well, yeah, like um, he's not. Uh, I'm just. I'm just gonna say there's no active deception going on here from your character to his character. You asked a question of what could cause sights, and he said maybe reflection of water. I don't think there's a yeah. a clear opportunity for insight here. Not like hiding something. No, I mean he's he's answering a question. That's fair. Uh, you already have clear insight, and um, you know your clear insight is that this man is playing a game with you. Uh, I think Gardas had that, and then um, yeah. DeFerris has some natural insight with his history of religion, uh, and I guess his his bias that drows are not to be trusted, especially those that worship Lolith. And um, up to this point, I guess Hanny doesn't really have anything to go off of. I don't know. Hanny <laughs> does not. He, Hanny thinks he's playing a game with him, so. Yeah, and Hanny's playing his own game, which is fine. Yeah, that, that works out good for me. Uh, so he makes his way across the planks. He's he's moved on from this, unless you guys want to tell him otherwise. Uh, he's almost up to his ladder on this side over here. Um, I'll keep up with him and hop over the water. Deveris, I'm not so sure about this. I'm not either, but I don't really see any other way forward at the moment. Well, let's keep our eyes out for things, okay? Oh, don't worry. So I'll give you advantage on any future uh, chances for a perception check. Just remind me, okay? Yeah. For keeping your eyes out. All right. Um, I I understand that you guys are not necessarily willing to trust me, but you outnumber me four to one. I would ask at least that I'm in the middle um, when we enter into this next forge room. Uh, this is not the Forge of Spells, just to make that clear. This is merely a smelting room that used to be used, I imagine, to um, help prepare materials that would go into the Forge of Spells. Hmm. So do we need to activate it before we go on? 
Oh, uh, no, the, the Forge of Spells you could put any materials on. I have no interest of uh, smithing new wares or items onto the Forge. I, I plan to take the Forge with me, um, or at least locate it and secure it as my own to bring items to it in the future. And I suppose you would let us, since we're kind of losing out on the pay here because we've allowed you to join to forge something on there before you take propriety of it. Well, um, I was discussing a, a shared ownership of, of the, of the money. So ultimately, you know, as long as I have majority control of the forge and its use, you, uh, would also have some right to use it without any cost, obviously. Um, not necessarily a right to the profits of my own use of it. No, I'm not too interested in that anyway. As long as, as you are half equal as our half, I think we're good. Yes, if you can get that dwarf to agree, I think that's fair. Mm, and, uh, right. Just harumphs. All right, so Hanny's willing to move forward. That's enough for Nesner. So Nesner follows Hanny up. The rest of the characters get up into this channel area. Yeah. Again, this, the, the, the area you were just in was a blasted open area. There's supposed to be a channel of water fed that you guys are now into. Um, and that channel is a good 10, 15 feet deep, you know, somewhere around there compared to the flooring that you stood on. As you guys uh, kind of round this corner a little bit, you can kind of see more what I'm talking about if you guys want to move your characters up. I'll tell okay. you, it's safe to kind of round the corner and look a little bit. He was saying that um, you guys are, are more or less hidden as long as you guys stealthily move in this channel. Um, because the, I guess the Flame Skull is not actively searching a uh, channel of what used to be water for intruders. But he did say that as he approached the water wheel in the past, that's when the Flame Skull tends to activate and become defensive. All right, guys, here we are. Nesnar, I'll... When we get to the wheel, that's when we get attacked. Yes. Um, I uh, typically find that you can keep running through the channel to the other side, but you just find a body of water there, a hot spring of sorts. It's the thing making the booming sound, you know? So mm -hmm. what we really need to do, unfortunately, is get out of the channel to the passageway uh I don't know, either to the south or east. I'm not entirely sure. Um, and that That is where the problem lies because uh, all of the undead typically get in your way of making it there. Hmm. Have your men been able to take out the undead before? No, we, we become too overwhelmed by the undead with the flame school and we end up needing to retreat so that no one dies. Uh, uh, interesting tactic. Um... And how often have you found that the skull launches its big bombs at you? Immediately. Mm, yes. That was my, my fear as well. So, how do we separate ourselves to not get bombed while we're in this channel? I have no clue. I have never actually... Uh allowed myself to be attacked by the flame school, so I have every intention of staying back here in the summer. Oh, okay. So I'm going to tell him that, uh, yeah, we've uh, contended with it. It's got laser eyes. Yes, and... yes, I have seen those. Oh, yeah, it hurts. It really does. 
I, I imagine uh, we have uh, healed up. We actually have lost none of our men to these guys because uh, we've immediately retreated uh, upon seeing the vast number of undead ghouls and the power of that flame skull. That's like really smart. Hmm. We never thought about that. Oh, Damn, was that ladder that we climbed up to get into this little canal? Um, was it like a wooden ladder, or was it actually? Yeah, like yeah. Everything in here is um like tied together wood. You know, they they brought supplies for sur- um not surveying, but whatever you want to call it for uh blanking. No. Yeah, first blanking. Okay, Thank would, you. That's would that ladder be usable to get climb up out of the canal onto the eastern side? Oh yeah, absolutely. You could bring a ladder to climb out of the canal. So I've got an idea. Why don't we take the ladder that was right over here and why don't we just put it in the canal up on this side and that way we can just try and sneak around to the other side. Well, um, if you're talking about the wall to our uh, east and he points across right over here, you see where he's pointing? Yeah. Um, You're going to just be against a dead-end wall. There's no passages to get through over there, so we'll have to make the jump over the 10-foot gap uh, to get to the side where we need to get. We need to be directly east of the uh, actual smelting chamber, um, and that's where there's two passages that I have not yet been able to explore. Well, I still think his idea isn't too bad, as long as we stay outside of the, radi- the reach of the... Well, maybe not the reach of the skull, but at least the undead. Oh, I see. So... Are you referring to uh, climbing somewhere closer to the edge over here and uh, stealthily stealthing along that passage to see if the flame skull notices us? That was kind of the idea. At least. It's worth a try. We have not tried that, to be honest. Um, you said that you had fought in here before. Um, were you able to defeat any of the undead without them returning? Probably we kind no. of... I we I kind of thought that they weren't going to return. So you killed them and they stayed down. Yeah. Uh, I'm unaware if the flame school has the ability to raise the dead or if those were just lost souls from this uh, wave echo cave, you know, lost workers or people of the war that happened here. Um, but my assumption is if they're dead, they'll stay dead. Um, so we can keep that mind in two. You may have already done half the work because uh, contending with just one enemy is much easier than contending with nine. Very true. Okay. DeFerris is going to wander back to, to collect the ladder, just shaking his head the whole time. Sure. I'm with you, DeFerris. Don't worry, buddy. He pulls up the ladder. You're able to carry it on your own, just sideways. You're just uh, not necessarily going to be ready to attack anything while holding it, obviously. Yeah. Um, Alright, so um, is the whole entire party going to kind of make stealth checks to this corner? Typically, you do have to stealth along the wall. Um, Where's my freehand draw? You know, typically he's saying, you know, we follow the passage along this wall and uh, stealth to here, and then right around getting to here, we get found regardless of how much we stealth. There's something about vicinity to that water wheel that alerts the flame skull. I was thinking holding along. Yeah, the opposite wall. Correct. Going there. Yes, yes that is the plan. All right. So 
I will stand watch here. If I see the flame skull come out, I will do my best to cast a spell at it. Uh, after I cast that spell, you can expect that I will be leaving this area and going straight back to the large cavern. Uh, the flame skull, to our knowledge and experience, appears to be stuck here or chooses to stay here. It will not leave this smelting chamber. In his head, DeFerris just snickers, realizing he just pulled up the ladder that was uh, that was used to climb in and out. Hmm. All right, only question, guys. Should we all be on the same area? Or should someone also like sneak on the western path to try to s separate? I don't know if that's a good idea. Okay. I would say uh, the distance roll. between us, but I don't think that much. I can understand I'm, a little bit of distance. I'm but... just worried about all of us getting hit at once, you know? Yeah, last time we nearly got party wiped. I, I'll go first again. I survived once. I can probably survive again. Well, the thing is... uh. If one of you goes over to the western side of that canal, we're going to have to try and figure out ways to get everybody back over and around, and it, it's just going to be a nightmare. Well, so I meant, if we all okay. just stick to one side and put some distance between us, we may not all get hit at the same time. All right, that's fair. I just thought, like, because it's only 10 feet down, I could probably climb up. Oh, no, I, I like I like where your head was at with that. It was a great thought. I'm just moving the flame skull off the map because you guys do not clearly see the flame skull in this room right now. Just we're on the same page. That's good. Okay. All right. So we made my idea and we're going to climb up on the east side. Yes, but I, I need to know who's moving first if you're all moving together. And then if you're all moving together, you're all making stealth checks together. And I'm rolling against any of your stealth checks. So. I have the ladder, so DeFerris is going to move forward first. All right, and by himself is the theory? Yes, for He's the moment. Set up the ladder. I'm going to roll a stealth check, right? Yep, go ahead. Oh, this is probably going to be awful. Oh, yeah, hole nine. You have no bonus to it? Nope. All right. All right, DeFerris makes it to the corner. Uh, there doesn't appear to be a flame skull yet. Okay, give me a roll for setting up your ladder because your first roll was kind of poor. Give you a second chance at it. Is this uh, still a stealth check? Uh, you can, yeah, it's stealth, dexterity, whatever you kind of want here. If, if you have stealth trained, it's stealth. If it's Okay, that's fine. Alright, that's a 14. Okay. Yeah, I think that's fine. Uh, the ladder's set up. He's uh, looking around a bit shaken. Gives the thumbs up to the team, I imagine. Yep. He just takes a little bit of a breath and just... Okay. To himself Who's and after just... him? That spider said he was going to go up. Nestar. Nesnar. Oh, oh yeah, actually. Oh, I know. Actually, before so now that he has has the ladder, 
uh, DeFerris is actually going to look at, at Nesnar go, uh, hey, friend, um, you seem to know a lot more about this chamber than we do. Why don't you go up there and take a look? I have no interest in getting up there. You chicken? Yes, I plan to stay alive and find the Forge of Spells. It's my life's call. Hmm. Not very bold, then, are you? I don't need to be. I'm going to like, start like cracking my knuckles and stuff and be like, all right. Hey, Nesar, when we find this thing, what's the first thing you're going to make? I'm actually not interested in discussing that with you. All right. I miss Human Karth. Same. I'll dig him over this guy any day. All right. So, uh, that's my stealth. My stealth's pretty bad. Um, all right. One more question, Nesnar. Have you ever tried stealthing on this eastern corner or eastern path? We have not. All right. We've only been in here twice. And. It took okay. us the second time to find out that when you get, uh, or sorry, it took us the second time to find out that using this canal is safer than entering the room from the west. Mm. That makes a lot of sense. But again, we were unaware that we would be found out by the time we got to the water wheel, and then to try to escape from the water wheel all the way back was a lot of distance to cover without being attacked, you know? Mm-hmm. I do. So, two failures so far. That's all the knowledge I have. All right. So if we can, we'll battle our way while making it out the door in the east way. Or wherever you said. And we'll figure it out. Yes, we need to climb out of the canal to the south, past the water wheel. And there's two passageways from there that I don't know where either leaves. One is to the east and one is to the south. So we shall attempt one of the two. Whichever one appears safer, I guess, by the time we get to it. I've never actually been down to that area to look right. at either passage. Sounds good. All right. Um, I can attempt a stealth. Sure. Good. All right. First one. Yep. First one's an eight. Okay. I'm just trying to make my way to the ladder. Yeah, you're fine. Okay, and then I'll go up the ladder, nice and slow. You don't need a new roll for that. Oh, okay. I think it's all. I just wanted to see setting up the ladder, just because uh, I wanted to see how secure it was for everyone else, things like that. Mm. As a dexterity self-check in general, just to see how setting up the ladder would go if you guys use it hastily. Mm. Uh, plan is to stick as close to this wall, even if it's a little bit more movement or whatever. Sure. And uh, so Hanny finds that the wall goes in away from the cave, and he's about to get to a corner that is uh protruding towards the smelter very yeah. close, pretty close. All right, so I'm gonna very stealthily try to take these diagonals. Um, do you want to roll for it? Yeah, you can, okay. Uh, 16. Okay. Wonderful. And uh, if I can he keep zooming, goes into a small, goes into a small um, hole 
But as he shimmies towards, uh, there's only about a five foot space on the other side of the stone uh, and the water wheel. Uh, his character comes within ten foot of the water wheel, and um, out of our furnace, the flame skull rises and screams a uh, um. So, uh, Hanny, you're uh, more or less ready. I'll let you kind of roll against it initiative-wise. It has a... Yikes. 22. Yeah, I got a 17. Wonderful. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, it's fly speed. It hovers out of this little hole. It sees you. And uh, it is just going to move up over top of the uh, air compressing contraption about 30 feet away from you. Mm -hmm. 25, 30 feet. Uh, and shoot its fire rays at you. Pretty standard okay. stuff. Yeah. It's unable to connect with you, though, as you are uh, moving your body along this passageway. So you can continue your movement or take another action. Mm-hmm. This is a part I did not ask about. If I should uh, run forward or not. Uh, all right. But I'll give everyone else a chance to react after Hattie takes his reaction. I kind of just want to see how him and the Flame Skull react first, and then everyone else can take an action. Um, so this is a 10-foot gap to jump? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, depending on where you're looking, obviously, you can you can kind of see on the map. For the, okay, yeah, I just want to make sure it's accurate. For yeah, the, the question. map is accurate. This is a 10 foot gap of this like trough or waterway. And then how high is the sides? Of the waterway? Yeah. Yeah, we're saying that the sides are probably like 10 to 15 feet. So I'll uh, I'll err in the character's favor. Like I wouldn't give you guys a full 15 foot of fall damage or whatever. Um what I was more interested in was if the cell if the undead come in here are they able to get out? Hmm. You guys saw them climb over that smelter before, some of them at least. Remember some climbed up there, didn't they? Or... Yeah, just yeah, upper box. Same kind of deal. I would say that these troughs are the similar height to the metal uh, firebox, you know, forge, whatever it's called. Drat. Okay. Um... Right, let's let Hanny make an action. I'm just going to let Hanny take his turn first, and then we'll get to everyone else's ideas. Alright, so... So Handy's by himself out here, guys. Handy's by himself, and last time I charged and fought the thing, and basically died. This time, I think I can do... Uh, I, I'm just going to keep running and not engage it. So if I go 5, 15, jump across the thing, 20, 25, 30, and then if I'm right with 5e, I can just dash... And go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So I went south. Yeah, we'll count um, it all as a similar direction. That works for me. Cool. And um, I hopefully got kind of far. All right. I think so I see a the flame skull is there. still able to shoot you with its uh, fire eyes again. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give it its second attack. It's supposed to have. Well, I don't need to tell you anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, it's still unable to connect with you as you run and leap across the room. Hanny is still viewable uh, by any characters outside of the trough, but is not viewable by any characters within the trough. Uh, you guys did see him run and jump across 
for the most part. I mean, maybe not Gardas. I don't know that Gardas had line of sight to that in Gundren, but Deferis also, really. you saw that happen. Yeah, I mean, just looking at where your character's placed, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. All right, wonderful. So uh, Deferis knows a general idea on where Hanny is. No other character does. Um, I don't really feel like doing initiative because it really is just the flame skull for now and you guys. So you guys all go after Hanny. Um, would I, would Deferis know if this creature would be affected by magical darkness or not? Do you have an arcane background? Um, not from, no, not from a wizard perspective. I mean, I, I, it's not, not an arcane. Yeah, your warlock trained. background isn't the, yeah, it's not a trained arcane background, so. Yeah, uh, I mean, well, and, and even then my, my druid is my more trained background. Yeah, um, and I don't think that would help you with uh, dealing with magical beings like this. Right, I, that's what I was going to say, is I, is I still don't think that's, like, the more academic arcana. Yep. That's fine, okay. so. Um, Alright, well, in that case, um, on a wing and a prayer, Deferis is actually going to cast Darkness on uh, where the Flame Skull is at. Uh, well, just shy Ooh. of it, so it's a 15, uh, oh no, how do I erase things? <laughs> Some circles are appearing on the map. Yeah, I was trying to erase things. It's okay. Uh, I'm going to move that over there. I'm going to cast Darkness here, centered here, because that's a 60-foot range. Uh, to engulf the the flaming skull in magical darkness. Okay. So, um... According to the darkness spell in the PHB, it actually only snuffs out non-magical light. Yeah, I wasn't looking for it to snuff out the flames of this flame of the skull. I was just hoping it might limit impede its vision. its vision. Yeah. The the trouble is that the flame skull itself emits a fifteen foot light radius with an additional fifteen feet, so it's bright light within fifteen feet. So based mm -hmm. on the size of your darkness, the darkness envelops it and then has magical light. You guys, I guess you know the, the darkness forms and then the darkness is lit up by the magical light and the darkness disappears. Okay. Well, Deferis. It would something. engulf non-magical light, based on what I'm reading here. But it appears magical light just goes right through darkness spell. What about a fog cloud? I don't know. I, I imagine that light doesn't destroy fog, right? Yeah. It says this area is heavily obscured, so I'm wondering. That's okay. Um... Let's see. Well, that's Deferis's turn. It's a standard action to cast darkness, I imagine. Uh, yes. All right. Let's see. Um, so, what I'm seeing here is that it says if any of the spell's area overlaps with an area of light created by a spell of second level or lower, that spell is created. The spell that created that light is dispelled. So. Flaming doesn't cast any spells, right? It's just its existence. Correct. Okay. Um, I, I read that um, 
non-magical light can't illuminate within it is what i read here right um okay no it's fine i'm I'm, no, I'm not debating that i'm just curious no it's okay yeah yeah well i'm reading it off the internet too so i want to make sure that you see that in yours too that says non-magical yeah, yeah, yeah. light okay. yeah no i'm reading it off of dnd beyond so cool Yay, and I didn't have to use a spell slot because Infernal Legacy. That is good. All right. So without too much metagaming from you, Gardas, you know, discussing the effectiveness of a fog cloud or not, um, Sans about to get two flame skull shots in him if you don't do something. I I mean if I can't if I can't put cast a fog cloud on it, then I'm just gonna try to take a shot you can at it. Do whatever it. you want. I'm just telling you. I don't want you to discuss with the other player characters the effectiveness of a fog cloud. You can choose to do it or not do it. Okay, well, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70. Yeah, okay, I'm within range of where it is. So yeah. I'm going to cast fog cloud over awesome. where the skull is. It's a 20-foot cube or radius, so. Yep. All right. One action, so he verbally chants and moves his arms to create a 20-foot radius sphere of fog. And yeah, area is heavily obscured. So heavily obscured, I think we'll agree, means that you can't see through it, right? Mm-hmm. So a 20-foot radius, isn't that like a 40-foot diameter? So this thing's pretty huge. Sounds good to me. So yeah, that thing's gigantic. Do you need help drawing this? Preferably, yes. All right. So I'm going to just redraw your circle one sec. Now, I don't see here that you have the ability to move it unless you see that. No. And 20, 30, 40. You just want it centered on them, right? 30, well, 40. I guess so. Yeah, but all right. 10, 20, 30, 40. There you go. That's a 40 by 40 circle for us. Oh, and um, since it's heavily obscured, I'm going to fill it. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. I'll keep it red just because it's magic. Great idea there, DeFerris. Okay. That That's is fun. your turn. Are you doing any movement at the end of your turn? Yeah, uh, I'm going to start. You, you could move too. Sorry, to be clear. Oh, no, I'm I'm not moving. I'm okay, cool. I really sure hoping you... that... Yeah, I'm really hoping that old boy will actually get off his butt and do something. Okay, so uh, are you taking any movement, Gardas, before you end your turn? I'm headed over to the, to the ladder. Alright. Gardas makes his way next to the Ferris, next to the ladder. And then you can continue your move speed to carry uh, climb a ladder if you have any move speed left. I have five feet, so I'm like here. Uh, so you're up on the ladder then, right? Because it's 20 yeah. feet to get the ladder. So that's fine. I can hold down control and put you in between. Oh, is it shift? I don't know. I don't know. Well, we know you're somewhere on the ladder. That's fine with me. Okay. Um, Gundren, we're just going to roll a percentage. I, I think anything above 80 and he's going to make his way into the cave. So the first number matters the most, and it's a six. So Gundren stayed on the corner there. And um, Nesnar is wondering where the undead are. 
so he's going to make a perception check for some undead creatures and see none. And uh, he's going to move across this wall. So he's he's adjacent to you, Deferis, just against this wall. Okay. It is the Flame Skull's turn. And he is able to move. So he's just going to waste some movement flying out to the east and 1520 to get out of that. And then Hanny, he's able to see you down south. Totally. And he's going to spend another 20 to come towards you. And uh, you've dodged both of his um, witch claws up to this point. Right. So he's going to produce a flaming sphere. Oh, yikes. Um, so um, shaking his head, brimstone and uh, dust of iron rise above his head and then shoot towards the space in front of Hanny. I will draw a flaming sphere here. Um, now, how large is the sphere? The sphere... When you move the sphere, you can direct it up to bears five foot across pits ten. Why is five foot diameter of... sphere... Ah, oh, thank you. I don't know why I can't find it. Oh, it's right in the first line. A five foot diameter sphere. All right, cool. So it's just a space of a player character. Great. Cool. Um, so he's putting it in front of you because you're within five foot of it. You need to make a saving throw. Okay. Dex. Uh, it's a dexterity saving throw. Just in case that helps you. It does. I have proficiency for that, and I'm having a very hard time with drawings right now. So if you guys see things going on the board, just ignore me. <laughs> Eighteen, I think. Okay. Wow. 18. Very nice. Thank you. Um, His spell saving throw... Hopefully not 18. It is not 18. You're fine. Okay. So if you pass the throw... Half as much. Um, so uh, he's moving it into your square. That's when you have to make the dexterity saving throw. I misread this. I apologize. Um... Now that now that he's moved it in your square, you you made it, and um, okay. I'm gonna just move these things off the map because they were mistakes, and oh, I can hit delete on them. Cool, never mind. I don't have to move off that. This one moves into your square. It ends in your square on your turn. You make the save. You take half damage of the two d six fire. Okay. Okay. So you are taking three damage. Got it. Oh, wait, I have a electronic HP checker just to worry about. Minus three. Wonderful. All right. Okay. And it's back to all the player characters and Hanny. Just for reference, how high off the ground is this guy? Um, He was about 20 feet up. I'll say he's only 10 foot up. Okay. And um, we can swing at it. Well, you know, I just I should probably know these things. No, I feel it. And um, is there a ceiling like above the hallway that I'm in? Yeah. So entering into any of these hallways, we're gonna say is um, the standard height 
for this dungeon. And I'll just check to make sure I have that right. General feature is that ceilings are 10 foot high unless otherwise noted. Okay. Um, the room that you're in, though, is one of the natural cavern rooms, and they uh, have 30 foot high ceilings. Sorry, the okay. actual room that he's in, not the room you're in. Your okay, so if I go 10 foot high, his room. So if I go down south, high. I would kind of limit his height capabilities. That's good. Correct. Yeah, 100%. These, this, I'm going to count as a hallway, and that hallway is only 10 foot high that you're in. Okay. Um, and theoretically, I could swing at him right now. We like that. Like if you run over and jump or something, is that your concept? Because he's 10 foot high? Yeah. If he's 10 foot off the ground, I'm like six foot or something, six four. So he's within five feet of you. Um, right. Yeah, I guess I, I should have him at 15. I don't think he's going to put himself within arm's reach. He's an yeah. intelligent being. Yeah, I think that makes total sense. So I apologize. I guess he'd be 15 feet off the ground or something. No problem. Just get my I only need 60 feet to cast Flaming Sphere, so I'm well within range. Yeah. Yep, that makes a lot more sense. Um, and I, I think I'll just continue going south then. Yeah, um, no problem. And if I can get one of these turnoffs, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Okay, and I see not much. Okay, I can give you a little bit of information about the room you've entered, and then we'll let everyone else take their turn before we do too much more. Okay. All right. Um, skeletal remains of dozens of warriors. Um, mm. You're looking at this quickly. Uh, these tables make the room look like a dining room. Okay. More escarpments, yeah. some stairs right there. That's enough for uh, a quick second check. You can finish out your movement if you'd like to take a dash action or whatever. Um, yeah, only I moved think, 30 so far. Yeah, I think I'm going to move myself onto the other side of the wall um, yep. to try to make it force him to come down and get me, or he's going to give up on me. Yep, so um, for like line of sight rules, do do I, I think you probably have to go in one more thing okay to get the thing yeah now he has zero line of sight to you theoretically yeah i can't even see his flaming sphere anymore yep works for me here i'll make the flaming sphere produce light because it'd be funny Ooh, nice edit oh it doesn't have a, a token associated with it so i can't make it produce light all right never mind would be cool i guess i should have Made a token for the flaming sphere. All right, everyone else, what would you like to do? Let's go. Let's start with the Ferris. We'll just keep the same order. So, the Ferris, it's your go. Uh, I mean, what's his name's on the ladder in front of you? So, I guess you could hold your turn. But <laughs> just kick me in the butt. It's fine. <laughs> right. Uh, you guys are unable to see that flaming sphere. Uh, the flame skull. I mean, so we're on the same okay. page. That was going to be my question. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, blocking all vision in that direction, right? That's what we're all going with. So. Okay. Obscuring vision. Hmm. Um. Hmm. Well, I think I'm gonna look back at old boys. Like, well, what are you gonna do about all this? Hey, you're talking to Neznar? Is that the idea? Yeah, the Neznar. Yeah. 
Well, I don't appear to see any danger, and uh, the Flame Skull has not come after us, so I plan on trying to get through this cave. Sounds like a decent plan to me. Um, and he's actually going to um, wait until Gardas is up the ladder and get up the ladder. All right, so you hold your turn, Gardas. Go ahead. Okay, I'm up the ladder. That took me 15 more feet. All right, it was a 20 foot ladder. Yeah, oh, just 10. 10 All right, so then 5, 10, I'm sorry, 15. So that's my 25. Unless I can go further. I don't you know. You need a dash action and move an extra 25. Okay, so 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. All right. Yeah, I don't think you and the Flame Skull can see each other at this point. All right, go ahead, um, DeFerris. 10 foot to get up the ladder if you plan on climbing it. Yep. Leaving you 20 feet plus a dash action for 30 if you want it. Um, yeah, I think I will. All right, so now you have 30 feet left to move based on rough numbers here. Yeah. As you um get to that corner, you do have line of sight to the flame skull, okay? Okay. And the flame skull probably has line of sight to you depending on if it's looking. Okay. You gonna end uh, your turn there? You do still have movement if you want. Um, well, it was. Let's see. It was the ten foot to get up the ladder, mm -hmm. twenty, and then a dash action. So that should be my movement and my action, right? Uh, if you take the dash action, that is your action. So you had fifty-five feet to move, forty-five once you got up here. So I'm just saying that's a five, ten, fifteen. 20, 25, 30, 35 max you're at, and you still, you know, would technically have okay. 15 movement left. There. Depending on where you want to be, I just want to point out you still have movement if you want it. All right. Right. Uh, Nezner's going to climb up this uh, and probably just move to this corner, and then Gunder's going to make his way to the ladder to not be left behind. And, um,. The flaming sphere is directed down this hallway. Um, and I'm just going to move it to here. So um, what happens is is that the, the hallway that Hanny went down, the flaming sphere is launched down that hallway by the flame skull. Um, it is still a good distance from him, and it didn't appear to be tracking towards him at all. Uh, it does illuminate that room a little bit more and continues to burn. Um, and I'm going to end the Flame Skull's turn in there. So the Flame Skull has moved towards the hallway, but does not enter the hallway. He's still within the larger cavern, about 15 feet up. Um, but he's, uh, hovering over where Hanny would come out if he came out of that hallway to the south. Okay, so Hanny, it's your turn again. All right. So, I mean, I think the whole point was for me to um, peek down this hallway now that the flame sphere is closer and hope that the flame skull is also closer. So you can't um, see the flame skull. You can see light emitting in that room from a source somewhere, but you don't see the flame skull. Oh, because he's above the hallway? Correct. Thing. Yep. Okay. Um, well, if he can't, I can't see him and he can't see me, but I know he's like... 
Oops, ish. And I want to make sure my, my team makes it. So 5, 10, 15. I'm sorry, 5, 10, so I can see my crew. Uh, 15, 20. So he moves 20, closer to five. the cave that everyone else is in. He's able to see across to Deferis there. Yeah, and I still don't see the skull. No, but I think that you'd see like flames ripping off it if you move about five foot closer. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, Not like line of sight to it, but you definitely get the sense that it's it's uh, hovering above that square, you know? Yeah, I wish I could be five feet closer, but I can't. Um, so I'm gonna, I'll take my full 30 and then just ready my attack in case he like swoops in the hallway. I don't know if he'll enter this far, but I'm, I'm going to try. Right, um, actually, I'm going to take up a defensive position instead. So I'll, I'll technically dodge, but I'm holding my shield up. That's fine. Sounds good. So here's a move action and then defensive action. Yep. Uh, Gardish, your go, if you want it. Okay. Are you still um... maintaining concentration on this fog cloud? Well, mm, let's say that I am. Okay, I mean, fine. do I see that the skull is moved? Would be a better. You question. haven't seen the skull yet. I don't. Think okay, then I need to still hold concentration. Yeah, that's fine with me. I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Yeah, totally. I get it. So, um, I guess all I can do is move. For now, I don't see any other actions to take. One, two, three, four. I mean, I would go into Deferis's spot. You can go ahead. Just five. Okay. Yourself. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So now I see the skull. Yeah, I mean, by the time you got before that point, you kind of saw a skull anyway. But yeah, so okay. you're aware of the skull being there now. All right. So with that in mind, I guess I'll stop concentrating because, well, gee, he moves. <laughs> okay. So, um. The dissipation of the fog cloud uh, draws the attention of the flame skull, who was uh, intently looking down below him um, as if he was waiting for something and had not noticed the player characters up to this point. Uh, it does dart its eyes over and sees Deferis and Gardas and was readied to blast to uh, eye blast in their direction. So I'm going to shoot one at each of you. Uh, the general area doesn't hit both of you. So, um, Gardish, because you're the one who dropped it, you can be attacked first as a 15 hit. No. And then, uh, Andy, I only got a 13 for you. And yours is an 18, it says. Oh, no, he's 18 and 14. So, uh, that's a miss for both of them. The 15 misses on Gardish, and the 13 misses on... I'm bad with names right now. Deferis. Deferis, thank you. Alright, uh, so you can finish your action and then Deferis can take his full action. Well, I don't think I have any other actions I can take, so... Cool. I'm going to delete the sphere. Deferis, your round or your turn. And you're muted, Deferis, if you have been talking. I don't hear you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I wasn't really saying anything, but... Uh, That's fine. I'm just kind of yeah, this is going to be real bad if I try to jump that. Um, Gundren, <laughs> uh, walk the ladder down this way. <laughs> right. Um, 
what I will do instead is because I am within range and it decided to pop around off at us. Yep. I am going to sidestep five. It could just yeah. take it as a free action or whatever. So I'm just going to sidestep five feet. Right. Yep. And I'm going to point. You'll see, you'll see uh, DeFerris point towards the um, the flame skull, and his eyes start to actually go like dark. And I'm going to cast Eldr- uh, Eldritch Blast. Wonderful. Which it's just an attack action. It's right? a regular attack plus four. Twenty-one hits. Ooh. Um, cool, and I get two beams of that, so I should have to roll twice, right? And roll one for each one, right? Yeah, they're they're really just attack actions, Eldritch Blast, you know, similar like a ranged attack. Yeah, so uh, let's see, 18 for the second one? Yep, also hits. Woo! what I shall do. 2d10. 11 damage. Okay. The flame skull is impacted by a magical blast and takes some damage. Nice, nice. Is that end your turn? Are you going to take any more movement? Um, that's going to end my turn. DeFerris is not feeling very confident about trying to jump over this. <laughs> All right. Um, Cavern or this uh, canal. Gundren is going to um, grab the ladder and just move down within the canal, seeing fire blasts up where the characters are, and you know, in that area above. He doesn't want to climb up there anymore, so uh, he's moved twenty feet south in this little canal, water canal, and uh, Nesnar is going to. disappear i think yeah nesnar just going to disappear all right hanny it is your turn you're ahead of the flame skull now that it held and ready to actions so you start the round okay um it's, uh, also stopped concentrating on the fire blast that's gone out since it chose to attack the other two okay um Fire okay sphere. yeah flaming sphere <sighs> trying to figure out if i can attack it at all um i have a bow but you know it's not my best attack all right i'm going to Man. I guess I'll shout out to you guys. Like, let's make a run for it. And uh, stay in my hallway and to keep my defense action going. And I guess I'll uh, sidestep so I'm in line with the bad guy if he decides to drop down. 
Okay, I understand. So uh, he's just moved a little bit over, so he's 10 feet away from the flame skull. If the flame skull was to drop down, still underneath his overhang of a hallway. And he's readying an action to attack? Uh, no, I readied my defense. Okay, he's taking a defensive action again. Got it. Yeah. Okay, um, go ahead. Uh, I guess um, I'm thinking because I readied my attacks uh, after Deferis, uh, or Gardas, rather. I'm going to let Gardas go, then Flame Skull, then Deferis. So go ahead, Gardas. I'm really half tempted to shoot this thing after Deferis just shot it. <clears throat> um. Bleh. I think at least, though, I should probably. Well, yeah, because we're worried about Gundren. Yeah, so fine. I'm going to. Since I saw Deferis opening up blast, I'm going to take a shot at it, at the skull. Sure. Go ahead. Okay, it's just a range spell attack. Got it. Shooting a shiny ray of light. Okay, you got uh, at least have a range of sixty. Yeah, it's one twenty. Cool, just making sure. Thank you. I don't see any dice being rolled. Yeah, one sec. All right, that missed. What was your total? Um, uh, well, uh, seven, 12. Okay, yeah, 12 does not hit. Do you have any other actions? Well, I could try to run and jump, but I don't know if you'll let me. Um, do you have acrobatics as a trained skill? No. Yeah, you could use your movement to drop below, but you would stop moving if you dropped, okay? So you can drop into the canal if you'd like. Mm. Otherwise, you can stay up there. I'll stay up there and maybe move over here. Sure. He moves to the east a little bit. It'll give him a running start. So. Yep. Wonderful. Go ahead, Defer. Uh, flame Skull, then Defer. Sorry. All right. Um, the Flame Skull is going to move towards the characters. Um. So, Hanny, I think that. I don't know, some sort of distance line now that it's moving away might let you get a sense that it's moved away or give you more of a line of sight to it. Just a FYI. Yeah. Okay. Um and uh it's gonna just keep laser eyeing things. Um and it's gonna shoot one laser eye each to both the characters, to Ferris and Gardas. So the first one's going to Gardas. And it is able to connect with Gardas for three D six. Hitting him for 13 damage. Gardas, do you have any reactions? Okay. I can't do anything against long range. So okay. you'll update your token and minus the 13 damage? Yep. Okay. Gardas is bloodied. The second attack against a Ferris is yeah, able to connect with the Ferris as well. And a Ferris takes nine damage. You'll update your token. Thank you, Deferis. All right. Um, Gundren 
sees the blast, and he's just going to kind of like hide next to this water wheel here. So I'm going to move him forward a little bit closer, but I'm going to say that he's got cover at least to his south and to his west from this large water wheel. Uh, not his southeast, but at least to his south and his west, okay? And then uh, no one sees Nesnar at this point, and it's a new round with Hanny. All right. Um, guys, are we going forward or not? So he yells across go, the cavern. Go, go. I think I heard uh, go, go, go. Okay. Um, all right. I will, I guess, switch to my non-magical bow and see what happens with this thing. Um... Dex plus proficiency is a plus four. So I will take two shots at it. This is piercing damage, right? Uh, if it connects, yeah. Just being clear, no one else has done piercing damage at this point. It's all just been magic and stuff, right? Gotcha. We're right. going to forward in that one. Um, you said you rolled in that one? Yeah. Okay. And then I rolled a six on the die. My dex is a plus one, so a seven. Bow might be breaking. That's okay. Um, so for the time being, you just shoot the wall next to you, or the ceiling, <laughs> I guess, of the hallway. So there we go. Doesn't actually make it out into the cave. Cool. Um, and then I will move forward into the the cave. All right, Hanny um, goes out into the cave. It's Gardas's turn. All right, um, taking another shot of the same thing. Yep, ray of light or something. Guiding bolt, yeah. Guiding bolt. Fourteen. Fourteen is able to connect with the flame skull. Yay! Thanks. Forty-six, and everyone has advantage on him. Go, go, go! Do they tell you? Does he uh, have like a stas effect? That I might have an immunity to and a condition effect. Um, on hit takes forty six, and the next attack roll made against the target before the end of the next turn has advantage, cool. thanks to a mystical up. dim light glittering on the target. Yep, that works for me. All right, how much damage does the flame skull take? A whole eight. All right. And that was not lightning, necrotic, piercing, cold, fire, or poison. Yep, just making sure. All right, he takes the damage. Are you doing any other actions? Negative. Okay. After well, Gertis... oh, I'm sorry, I guess. Can I run and jump? I don't know. Yeah, um, as long as you're not wearing heavy armor, I think a 10-foot jump is free. Um, especially with a running start. And I'm wearing chainmail. I guess that's not. Is chainmail heavy? What's your strength, Gardas? Uh, 16. Okay, you are wearing heavy armor, so no, you're not able to naturally jump this. Okay. Well, then I'm staying here. Saying that because all heavy armor uh, limits movement and causes disadvantage on stealth checks at the very least, but, you know, my rule of thumb is is that this, uh, you're not running and jumping in heavy armor. Sorry. Without an athletics check or something, you know. All right. The flame skull is up, and uh, it's gonna keep blasting at these two. Um, 
I'm going to shoot the first one at Gardas just like last time. And I am missing. And the second one is going to Deferis, and I am hitting. And Deferis gets some fire eyes burning into his flesh for 10 damage. Any reactions, Deferis? Uh, um, I don't believe I have any reactions that I can take. Okay. Just offering. All right, the no, flame skull is attack. well aware of all the individuals within the room and the uh, sound of the arrow crashing against the stone uh, allows him to rise up a little bit more into the center of the room. So he is uh, about five feet from the ceiling, 25 feet from the ground, um, about 35 feet if you're inside the canal. And uh, he's a good 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 feet horizontally from Kenny. And about 15 from DeFerris and 20 horizontally from Gardas. He ends his turn, so it is DeFerris' turn. Uh, so DeFerris, you know, the diagonal arrow is yeah. only about 40 feet or something, so as long as your Eldritch Blast is around there, we'll be fine. Yeah, I think has a range of like 120, I think. Cool. Yeah. You're good to go if you're just going to fire off another Eldritch Blast at him. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to take, um, a couple steps back. Yep. Um, Did I throw that too? Is that mine by accident? Hmm? E what do? Oh, yeah, it must have been mine by accident. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, I'm going to roll another, um, Eldritch Blast. All right, well, uh, you're the first person to attack him since the Guiding Light, so you get to roll your d20 twice. Sweet. And nice. 19. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, so it's a 23. Yep. Um, nice. And then the next Eldritch Blast uh, should not be with advantage, correct? I agree. Uh, that'd be a 17. Hits. Sweet. So 2d10 for 11 damage. <laughs> Flame Skull is still standing. Would you like to take any move actions, or are you done your turn? Um, I will continue to move back. Another, let's see, sure. five, fifteen. So staying on the eastern bank, DeFerris's character retreats towards the entrance the player characters came from when entering from the north of this room. It is Gundren's turn. Uh, he's actually going to back up, seeing DeFerris back up, and he's just backing up a little bit more to get more cover from the water wheel uh, based on where the flame skull is. Uh, Nesnar has nowhere to be seen, and Hanny starts a round. New round. Hanny, right. uh, hey, he's flying up. Um, you always go before the flame skull, so I'm pretty sure you don't get skipped. Okay. Sorry. You like hit with the guiding bolt, which is why what's his name had advantage. How was this round? We're good. Also, what? What, what? <laughs> what? Why is DeFerris all the way over there? He retreated. Got I it. I don't know. All right, it is Hanny's turn, though. Go to Hanny. Mm -hmm. um, I rolled another nat one. Wonderful. All right, oh. um, so... I can't... I tried to save it, with, and I got a nat 20, so... That's neat. I, I just want to say that the only thing that happened then is you, you lost the bow string, not the whole entire bow altogether. All right. For for two massive failures in a row, there's something wrong with this bow, and it appears to have been the string, which I'm sure is a better name for people who know bow stuff. All right, and yep, I'm gonna 
to drop that, I guess. And I'm going to start climbing up this. I don't know, guys. I don't have anything to do. So 5, 10, 15. And I think I can clamber up this thing for 30. Sure, that's fine. All right, and he's climbed up smells. over on the uh, furnace. That's the word I wanted before, smelting furnace. Uh, and then it would be Gardas's turn, then Flame Skull, then the rest. So go ahead, Gardas. Okay. I guess I am. Okay, I'm just gonna keep shooting another guy and bolt at it. Sure, go ahead. Hits. Yay. Oh I my god! Forty-six this time. That's what I rolled last time. Oh really? Well, I didn't pay attention to the board. Sorry. They they were really sucky rolls, so I'm glad you didn't. All right, you did eleven damage. Yeah. All right. Uh, the flame skull collapses in a pile of bones. His fire goes out on the ground. Woo! Woo! Quick! Destroy it! <laughs> destroy it! All right. Um. Neznar uh, appears out of thin air. Uh, right close to, uh, I, I guess, kind of between Deferis and what you call it. Uh, very good work, very good work. Uh, we need to pour holy water on that body. I actually sent some men to go get some, and I haven't seen them return yet. Does anyone here have holy water? Nope. Nope. Does anyone here have the ability to bless water and make it holy water? Okay, you guys. not. I have the ability to bless, and I have the ability to create or destroy water, but not a combination of the two. Yeah, that's fine. You can bless water. You can use a spell slot and bless water. Okay, sure. <laughs> but wait, the component is a sprinkling of holy water, technically. <laughs> <laughs> then you have holy water on you. How about that? Ah, oh, shucks. <laughs> sure, whatever. As long as it All doesn't right. take a spell. No, you didn't use your spell slot because you have your components on you, which includes holy water because you're a cleric. And I assumed that you or Reed would have the ability to do this. Um, we all get across. We're all on the other side here. And we pour holy water. And uh, the bones become brittle and turn to dust instead of just remaining on the ground like they did before. Woohoo. Man, I wish we had thought about that last time, huh? This is why it is useful to travel with me now, isn't it? Sure. All right. The player characters have a choice to head to the south or to the east. Um, they are in the smelting furnace. Two uncharted lands to the south and to the east. Hanny spent a little bit of time down to the south and saw a bunch of old dead remains, uh, similar to other rooms, such as the one you were just in, which also had old dead remains, uh, but wasn't attacked by anything. And uh, we don't know what's to the east, but it is 11 o'clock, so I'm calling it quits. Thank you for joining us for the Pathless Podcast. Uh, this was our telling or our playing of the Wave Cave Echo or Wave Echo Caves or something. Lost Minds of Find a Lever, a 5e course that we are using on Roll20. Website's pathlesspod.com. Feel free to reach out if you have any questions or any uh, interaction that you'd like to have with us. And uh, we should play, ideally, guys, you know, I'll, I'll shoot again for next Friday. I'm good with that, unless everyone knows they're not available.
Sounds Should good. Should be me. good. Yeah, I think I'm good. Bye, Craig.